Hi everyone and welcome back to our online youth service. Once again, this is Coach Nikki and we are so excited for today because we're gonna wrap up our series, Next Gen Leader. I hope na appreciate natin itong series na to because we are looking at the letter of Paul towards Timothy. And grabe, no, makikita talaga natin how pure yung heart ni Paul for Timothy, especially during this time. Not only for Timothy, but also for the church during that time. And his very heart for the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, as we end this series, ang ganda rin kasi we are actually looking at the last chapter of 2 Timothy, the last letter of Paul towards uh, Timothy. And actually, sabi nga nila, no, itong epistle na to or itong letter na to is considered as the last letter of Paul bago siya mamatay. So, it's very interesting, no? Ano kaya yung makikita natin dito in this last chapter of 2 Timothy, especially with this impending death na uh, mararanasan ni Paul few days or few months siguro during the time that he was uh, writing this letter. You know what? Speaking of ending, as human beings, iba-iba yung emotions natin when it comes to different endings, no? whether sa pinapanood natin or whether sa personal life natin. And I have some example uh, examples here. No? Uh, minsan masaya no? mag-end na kasi... For example, especially if you are working for something like project nyo man yan, diba? especially for school, uh, syempre gusto mo matapos mo na and yung sa- that satisfying feeling kapag natapos mo na yung pinaghirapan mo, yung pinagpuyatan mo, diba? para ang sarap sa feeling na ah, finally I was able to make it, I was able to finish it and so masaya siya. On the other hand, meron ding uh, may mga endings din na medyo bittersweet sabi nga natin, no? Medyo nakakalungkot uh, for for many reasons. And I I remember there's also this uh nung nakaraan lang, I think that was November 11, I saw this post from Coach Dave. Uh, hindi ako talaga fan ng anime, but I saw this post about Pokemon, no? Na finally na ilabas na nung uh, sumulat ng series na to ng anime na to yung ending okay after 25 years so may binasa ako na article and explaining ko ano yung nangyari so mixed emotions daw especially yung mga uh, fan talaga ng Pokemon and so they were happy but at the same time sad about na eto na eto na yung ending and finally si Ash was able to uh won the battle already and naalala ko no uh, itong uh, tung uh, series na to i think many of you maybe some of you are uh, fans actually of this game or of this series so talaga ano yan parang may tension sa heart niyo so that's what i'm talking about diba yung when it comes to endings it's not necessarily always happy most of the time it's a mix of emotions and you know what i want us all of us to imagine this so now that Paul is about to end already. Parang ganun eh, parang he already uh, knew that his end is near, no? His death is near already. Ano kaya yung na- nararamdaman niya during this time? 
I want you to uh, think about this. So for, for me personally, when I was reading itong uh, babasahin natin na scripture mamaya, I was imagining Paul, siguro nung sinusulat niya to, na-imagine niya na talaga yung finish line. If you guys are familiar with triathlon, alam niyo yun, di ba? Parang, uh, or sa isang racing. So, may, ano, nakita mo yung finish line doon and you're looking forward for that goal and all. And so, maybe nung sinusulat to ni Paul, no, meron din siyang, uh, imagination in his mind I'm about to uh, to reach that finish line already. So, ano kaya yung nararamdaman ni Paul? Ano kaya yung iniisip niya? Ano kaya yung mga gusto niyang gawin na we can learn from this letter that he wrote for Timothy? I wanna read for all of us here in 2 Timothy 4 verses 6 to 8. Uh, in NLT version, it says here, as for me, sabi ni Paul, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Let's all pray, Lord. Thank you so much for your word for us tonight. God, even as we uh, wrap up this series, Next Gen Leader, I pray, Lord, that you will just solidify, Lord, this, this conviction in our hearts with the calling that you've called us, Lord God, to be spiritual leaders, not just in front of people, but even, Lord God, when no one is looking, God, I pray that we will have that conviction, Lord, to live a life that will honor you, to live a life of obedience towards your purposes over, your, over our lives. Father, I pray that you bless the preaching of your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and everybody say, Amen. And so, going back, no, um, just a quick review. It Again, it's Paul writing this letter and he was in prison. Okay? Nung sinusulat niya tong letter na to kay Timothy. In fact, this was actually the second Roman imprisonment ni Paul. Now, this happened because particularly and specifically because of Paul's faith in Jesus Christ. Dahil sa boldness ni Paul to preach the gospel to all people, whether to the Jews and to the Gentiles, there, there were a lot of hardships na pinagdaanan niya. There were accusations, he was persecuted, he was accused na nanggugulo siya or he's a threat to other religious groups or to even to the empire. Uh, he was accused na he's the one causing kaya nagkakaroon ng mga riot sa lugar and people are arguing or fighting against one another. He was betrayed many times and his life was constantly in danger. Again, the reason for that is because of his boldness in his faith in Jesus Christ. I want you to imagine that. I mean, he had sacrificed a lot of things. He had endured a lot of things for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you know, here's the thing. We have to understand that si Paul tao lang din siya. He's also a human being just like us. And so I want you to imagine this, na though he was writing this letter you know, with full of hope, with full of faith, and uh, that's how we know Paul, right? Not only in 2 Timothy, but even in other of his letters in the Bible, especially in the New Testament. But in this letter, in the last chapter, may kita din natin that Paul was actually tired, exhausted, he was weary, and he was lonely. I want you to imagine that, no? Kasi by this time, matanda na si Paul. He's been, 
you know, living for the Lord, doing the ministry, boldly proclaiming the gospel again, and all persecutions and all the hardships na pinagdadaanan niya. And so, imagine Paul was also feeling that weariness already and he felt lonely already. And ito pa, to make it worse, he knew that he will be executed anytime. Okay? Dahil nasa Roman prison siya, alam niya, and ang dami na mga kumakalaban sa kanya, gusto talaga na mahatulan na siya, na mamatay na siya. No? So, he knew that anytime he will really be executed already. That's why when you read the whole chapter 4 of 2 Timothy, in fact, I want to encourage you to read that and try to feel or try to think about ano kaya yung mga emotions no, ni Paul during this time. And you would see that, that that's one of the things that you would notice. But ito, ito yung maganda, no? Pero, okay, but that's not the only thing that we can notice in this letter. There are actually two more things no, na very noticeable in this last chapter. And these words that I want to explain later on, these are the words, there's that urgency, and we feel din natin yung confidence na meron si Paul. Okay, let's go first with urgency. You can feel that there is an urgency okay, dun sa sinusulat ni Paul or sa mga sinasabi ni Paul kay Timothy. Urgency, again, because alam niya na nga eh, na anytime he will die already, he will be executed already. Second is that, there's that urgency, but at the same time, Paul was also full of confidence. Yes, he was lonely. Yes, he was exhausted and feeling weary, but at the same time, you would see how bold and confident he was, even with the things that he was saying to Timothy. So, yun yung pag-usapan natin. First is that urgency. Since Paul knew that his Time here on earth is coming to an end. Kaya nga sabi niya, di ba, sa verse 6, I have already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. You see, you have to understand when you read the Bible, the Bible wasn't that clear kung ano talaga yung kung paano namatay si Paul. Okay? Uh, but some scholars said that most likely, Paul was beheaded. Okay? So, pinugutan siya ng ulo. He died as a martyr, as a Christian martyr. Pero instead of being crucified, others kasi ng mga Christians, apostles like Peter, Apostle Peter, he was crucified upside down. No? But for Paul, because he's a Roman citizen, um, most likely, yung pagkamatay niya is that pinugutan siya ng ulo or he was beheaded. Now, why am I, am, am I saying this? No? Again, Paul, he had that urgency na konti na lang yung oras ko dito. Might as well give my all or give my best and say everything I needed to say already before it's too late. Bago pa mahuli ang lahat. How many of us here, no, uh, thinking about itong scenario na to sa life ni Paul, how many of us here, we've encountered this question already? Yung kung may pagkakataon tayo na malaman na malapit ng mag-end yung buhay natin sa mundo. If we know that you're about to die already, what would you do? Nananasan niyo na yung ano yung question na yun or na-encounter niyo na yun, di ba? One way or another, I think either we've heard it already or tayo mismo we ask that question to to our friends, no? If you would if you would know already that you're about to die, what are you gonna do? 
about it. What would you do? What would be the last things that you would do? And I believe all of us, we have different answers. Uh, the common ones would be we would spend time with our family. Sasabihin ko na sa tatay ko or sa nanay ko kung gaano ko siya kamahal. Diba? Or uh, YOLO na naman yung iba. You only live once. So gagawin ko na to dahil last ko na to. Uh, lahat magpapapas- magpapasaya sa akin or mag- uh, magbibigay ng joy sa buhay ko, gagawin ko na. Yung iba naman, simple lang. Diba? They just wanna chill and wa- enjoy life and all. And so, I believe all of us, we have different answers. But look at Paul, no? Because there's that urgency. Ibig sabihin ng urgency, no? Yung ano, uh, alam niyang limitado na. Yung kanyang oras. So, hindi na siya magsasayang ng oras. For Paul, for him, for his last few minutes, days, or hours in his life, pwede na lang, uh, siguro, mag, ano, magpatawag na lang si Paul, pwede mong padala sa akin yung paborito kong pagkain, or yung uh, lahat ng mga bawal, pwede na. Instead of those things, you know what Paul actually did was this. For Paul, he did not waste his time, but instead he maximized his time, because for him, the most important message and legacy that he would live on this earth is the message of the gospel. Grabe no, hanggang sa dulo ng buhay ni Paul, although he was honest, he was vulnerable, vulnerable that he's tired, he's wearied, he's lonely, pero for him, it's still about the gospel. Wow! Grabe no, that's why Paul is one of my favorite, uh, uh, favorite characters in the Bible. Kasi parang, Lord, sana may ganong klase ako ng faith. Na hanggang dulo ng buhay ko, Lord God, talaga, I would just wanna give my all to you, Lord. Habang nandito pa ako sa mundo, Lord, gamitin mo na ako. Guess what? Paul was like that. At the end of his life, ang sinasabi niya pa rin, nire-remind niya pa rin si Timothy, Timothy, panghawakan mo yung gospel na pinreach ko sa'yo. Panghawakan natin yung katotohanan ng resurrection ni Jesus Christ. Panghawakan natin yung katotohanan ng gospel that it will save a lot of people. Panghawakan natin yung message of the cross of Jesus Christ. Wow! Grabe no? At even at the end of his life, he would always still remind people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. For Paul, the good news is the central message of the Bible, the whole scripture, the word of God. Okay? And this is the very uh, thing that we are preaching to ourselves, to the people. This is what we are uh, sharing to, to, to our families, to our loved ones, to our classmates, even to strangers. And I hope this is also the very message that we are trying to live out in our lives. You don't just speak about the gospel, but we live out the gospel. You see, why is this so important? Because Christianity is nothing apart from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Kung wala yung gospel ni Jesus Christ, wala lang tong mga bagay na to na pinag-uusapan natin or yung mga purpose na ginagawa natin sa buhay, wala, everything will be in vain apart from the gospel. Kaya I agree with Paul eh, no? Na even up until the end of his life, ang nire-remind niya kay Timothy is this, that Timothy, the gospel message is the most important thing in our lives because apart from the gospel, Christianity is nothing. Our lives are nothing. You see, for unbelievers, okay, para sa mga wala pang pananampalataya or wala pang faith kay Jesus Christ, the gospel is a call to have faith in Jesus. The gospel is a call to have a relationship with Jesus. But the gospel is not just for 
pre-believers or unbelievers, but the gospel is also for us who now have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Na ngayon na meron na tayong relationship sa Panginoon, dapat patuloy pa rin natin pinipreach ang gospel sa buhay natin para we will continue to live out the gospel. Kamusta yung buhay natin? Kamusta yung mga relationships natin? Kamusta yung pumapasok or tumatakbo sa mga isipan natin? Kamusta yung mga actions natin? Kamusta yung perspective natin sa buhay? Kamusta yung relationship natin sa mga magulang natin, sa mga kaibigan natin? Nakikita ba yung gospel sa buhay natin? <coughs> Excuse me. And so, again, Christianity is nothing apart from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Question that we need to ask ourselves. As followers of Jesus, do we have that urgency in our hearts? Okay, just like Paul. Hindi, di na natin kailangan paabutin dun sa kung kailan matanda na tayo or wala na tayong oras dito sa mundo. Question that we need to ask ourselves is this. As followers of Jesus Christ, do we have that urgency in our hearts just like Paul? You know, I believe no, I'm talking to young people right now. Students, high school, senior high school, college students. Maybe for some of you, you're young adults already. Hindi na natin kailangan hintayin na siguro pag-isipan ko na lang pag matanda na ako. Siguro pag-isipan ko na lang pag alam ko na kung malapit na talaga ako mawala dito sa mundo. You know what? I, I believe we don't need to wait for that time to come. no For Paul, hindi lang naman to during this time. In fact, he was living his life for the Lord already for so many years. And that's why uh, yung second uh, na pag-uusapan natin mamaya, yung confidence, no? mas explain ko pa doon later on. But... As we as we look and assess ourselves, do we also have that urgency in our hearts to live for the gospel, to preach the gospel? Do we do we see the gospel in our lives, every area of our lives, personal life, relationship, academics natin, with the way we do our social media, sa mga posts natin, sa mga pag-approach natin sa iba-ibang tao? Or do we usually say, hindi, marami pa namang oras, wag muna ngayon. Bata pa naman ako, explore ko muna kung ano pa yung mga pwede kong gawin and all. Next time ko na lang babalikan si Lord. Are we like that or do we already have that urgency in our hearts na Lord, I want to live for you now. I want to live for the kingdom now. You know, sometimes lalo na kung meron tayong mindset na gano'n na mamaya na lang, next time na lang, marami pang oras. You know, there's actually a word for that. The word is procrastination. The, the, this word is actually the action of delaying or postponing something. Wow, grabe. Ito, medyo masakit to, no? Procrastination is very common to many people. Like us. And I, I, I'm not exempted to that, no? Maraming beses din sa buhay ko na feeling ko nagpo-procrastinate na ako. No? Dinedelay ko, pag-obey ko kay Lord, pinopostpone ko yung mga dapat kong gawin, ganyan. And... With so many reasons and so many excuses, I believe. You know what? Here's the thing. I think that procrastination is actually a heart issue. Okay. Bakit sa heart issue? Kasi ang tanong is, bakit mo ba dinedelay? Yan. Bakit mo ba dinedelay? 
Minsan because there's an idol in our hearts na ayaw nating i-let go. Minsan dahil ayaw natin pansinin si Lord na sinasabi niya na hindi, baguhin mo na yan. Hindi yan yung magbibigay sa'yo ng kaligayan. Hindi yan yung magpapakompleto ng buhay mo. Pero dinidali lang natin, hindi Lord, ang dami ko pang gustong gawin eh. Gusto ko ba explore this and that and all. We don't want to surrender our lives to the Lord. Procrastination. So I'm gonna ask this to all of us. On this question, is Jesus really the one reigning in our hearts? Is Jesus the one really reigning in every area of our lives? Is He our desire? Is He the one where we get our pleasure? Is He the one okay, that uh, leads us to our dreams, gives us our satisfactions? And you know what? Is the Lord the one? Is Jesus Christ the one who is the Lord of our lives? Is He the one reigning in our lives? You know, knowing that our time here on earth is limited, what would you do? What would you do? Okay? I pray that there will be an urgency in our hearts so that we will continue and be able to live a life that honors God. See, for some of us, it's a scary thing to think about, no? Yung parang pag inisip natin, hala, o nga, no, limitado yung uh, buhay ko dito sa mundo, baka ilang, ano na lang to, araw, ilang taon, ilang buwan, or what. Sa totoo lang, wala talaga nakakaalam, no? But here's the thing, though it's scary for some of us, look at Paul, no? Instead of being fearful about it, he was actually full of confidence. He was full of confidence, especially when he was writing this last letter. He was not driven by fears or worries. He didn't waste any time, but he focused on what God has called him to do. Yun yung maganda, eh, no? Yung kapag focus ka sa purposes ni God, sa pag-live out mo ng life niya, pinafollow mo si Jesus, you're obeying the Lord. Uh, yes, may mga challenges left and right, pero you have already made that decision. Lord, whatever's gonna happen, I'm gonna endure. I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna ask help from people to pray for me, to pray with me, to push me, to continue to uh, get to the finish line. Yun yung maganda, no? If we are so focused and, fix, and we fix our eyes on G, hindi mo na napapansin, wow, grabe, ang layo na nang natatakbo ko. Hindi, minsan nga, hindi na natin napapansin yung oras. So, honest confession, minsan, I, I, I really feel like, not only that I'm, because I'm in campus ministry, but I feel like, Lord, sobrang bata ko pa, parang feeling ko, yung, college, yung time pa rin nung college ako, nung nasiva ko nung 2008, di pa siya ganun katagal. Pero if I would think about it, it's actually 14 years ago already. On November 28, 2008, that is actually my spiritual birthday. The day that I surrendered my life to Jesus. And now I'm thinking about, wow, Lord, that is 14 years already. Pero I feel like, wow, Lord, parang, parang kailan lang din yun. And yet, di ba, dahil nga, if you're so focused on just fulfilling what God has called you to do, minsan di mo na napapansin yung oras. Right? Hindi siya perfect, hindi siya laging masaya. Pero there's just that confidence that you have in the Lord. Lord, thank you. I can endure this life because you are always with me. Paul was like that as well. He was so confident in the Lord because he had relied on Jesus every step of the way through all the highs and lows. Instead of letting fears and worries consume him, he instead had full confidence in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Look at what he said 
in verses 7 to 8 of 2 Timothy 4, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved, who have loved his appearing. Grabe, no? Ito yung one of the most popular verses in the Bible. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Yeah. I have fought, I have fought the good fight of faith. Okay. Um, and Paul, if you would look at it, if hindi mo kilala si Paul, or if this is your first time na narinig mo tong verse na to, you could actually misunderstood it na, ba, grabe naman mayabang si Paul, masyadong nagmamalaki na, ang dami niyang nagawa, para, I fought the good fight of faith, I finished the race. It's as if it's all about him. But actually, no, because when you read the Bible, and if you Try to know Paul and his background and his context. No, alam natin that though he was a Roman citizen, though he had a lot of privileges, he had given up all those things again for what? For the sake of the gospel. The life of Paul, if we would study his life, was actually a life of great reliance on the grace, the power, and the strength of God. Kaya confident si Paul to say, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith by the grace of God. I'm here nearing my finish line. At si Lord ang nagdala sa akin towards this finish line. I want you to imagine that. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Grabe no, ako guys, again, when, when I think about this, and hindi masama no, I know we are all young here, pero hindi rin masama to have a vision for our future. Do you guys know that? Eh, hindi masama, in fact, sana nagkakaroon tayo ng vision for our future na paano kaya pag matanda na ako, uh, white, gray hair na ako, may mga apo na ako, ano kaya ang itsura ng buhay ko? Na-honor ko pa rin kaya si Lord? Kamusta kaya yung mga apo ko? Kamusta kaya yung mga anak ko? Would they also follow Jesus Christ? Am I living a life that still honors and obeys Jesus? May business, yung business ko ba nun? Is it becoming a blessing to many people? Is it honoring to the Lord yung buhay ko ba? Yung mga decisions ko ba? This and that. I hope that you will have a vision for your future. And then you'll be able to say, Lord, grabe, it will only be by your grace alone. Paul was so confident in saying all these things. Hindi siya mayabang. But because he knew that the Lord was with him every step of the way. He was so confident that he even said this. Sabi niya, and I will receive what? Crown of righteousness. At ang magbibigay ng crown na to sa akin, sino daw? Si Jesus Christ mismo. Wow! Talking about confidence, si Paul na talaga yon, Right? Imagine Paul, who was a persecutor of Christians, who had killed a lot of Christians, he knew what his past life was. Now, at the end of his life, he was saying, Bibigyan ako ng crown ng Panginoon. He would give me that crown of righteousness. With all his sins and wickedness, to be called righteous, to be crowned with righteousness, is impossible. Okay? And yet, for Paul, he knew that this righteousness that will be given to him is not because of his doing, not because of mga bagay na ginawa niya para sa Panginoon, but because he knew what Jesus Christ has done for him on that cross. Wow! Do we have that kind of confidence when we look at Jesus Christ? When we remember what Jesus Christ has done for us? Lord, 
Napakamakasalanan ko and yet you will give me this crown of righteousness. Sabi ni Paul, di ba kanina, dun sa pinasa natin, this is not just for me, but this is for everyone who is waiting for the Lord. This is for everyone who have a relationship with God. We will be crowned with righteousness. Now, talking about confidence, this is real confidence. You know, grow, uh, as, a, as a Christian, I would always rem, uh, imagine this God embracing me, Jesus Christ embracing me in every season of my life. And that every time na naiisip ko, and every time na naimagine ko, naniyayakap ako ng Panginoon. There's just that so much comfort and safety and confidence that I would always feel. Question, how do you see God in your life? Is He your confidence? When you think about the cross of Jesus Christ, is it just something na alam mo na, dahil matagal ka ng kresyano, or kung bago kang kresyano, diba? parang, ah, alam ko na yun, okay na, niligtas na ako. Na. But does it still affect your heart? Does it still speak to your heart? If you're not yet a Christian, ano yung, ano yung power ng gospel, ng cross ni Jesus Christ sa buhay mo? Where do we get our confidence? Is it from Jesus or is it from other things in this world? Is it from your success, from your knowledge, from your boyfriend, from your girlfriend, from your money, or affirmations from other people? Where do you get your confidence? You see, when things are going well, is Jesus your confidence? When things are not going well, is Jesus still your confidence? I want to end with this verse in... Uh, chapter 4, verses 16 to 18 ng Second Timothy. At the uh, ending part no, ng letter ni Paul, he said this, The first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me. He was all alone. Okay? Everyone abandoned me, sabi ni Paul. May it not be counted against them. But, look at this. This confidence in the Lord. But the Lord stood with me. And gave me strength so that I might preach the good news. In its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear, he rescued me from certain death. Yes, the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Wow. What a powerful de- declaration from Paul. Sabi niya, people abandoned me. The time when I was brought to the, ch- to the judge, wala akong kasama, but the Lord stood with me. You see, the confidence of Paul and our confidence to preach the gospel will come from Jesus. Our confidence to live our purpose comes from Jesus. Our confidence to finish strong at the end, dun sa finish line natin, whenever would that happen, it will come from Jesus. If you read verses 9 to 15, you will see there, ang daming binanggit ni Paul na mga iba-ibang pangalan. Now, there's two reasons for that. Number one is, uh, nagbigay siya ng warning kay Timothy. Timothy, ito yung mga tao na iwasan mo kasi they would cause harm to you. Uh, they are against the gospel. But a second purpose for mentioning some names uh, dun sa mga verses, verses 9 to 15, is to remind Timothy, Timothy, I long to see these people. I want to be with them. So, there's really that longing for community. Now, at the end of the day, sabi ko nga, human being din si Paul. Though he had done great things for the kingdom of God by preaching the gospel, discipling, starting churches in different places, 
as human as he is, he know he knew that he needs people in his life. At the end of his life, he still wants to be with church community. He wants to be with family. He wants to be with people who would encourage him and who would uh, speak life to him and who would bring joy and comfort over his life. That's why I want to end with these questions. Remember the uh, finish line picture that I showed earlier? No, yung parang triathlon. I want you to imagine this uh, with me. No? I want you to imagine that you're the one, you're the person running in that race. All of us, we are in a race, right? But first question that I want you to reflect on and think about. Ngayon na nasa bahay ka, or mamaya, mamayang gabi, or pag uwi mo. Number one is this. Who are the people running with you? Who are these people running with you? Or kung hindi man, sino yung, alam mo, nag-abot sa'yo nung tubig, nag-abot sa'yo nung, alam mo, pag tumatakbo, may mga tutulong sa'yo, may nag-cheer sa'yo, go, kaya mo yan. Who are those people in your life? Second, question to reflect on. Who do you see waiting for you in the finish line? Sino yung nakikita mo? Doon sa finish line. Na, for Paul, he's gonna give a crown of righteousness. Who's that person that you're seeing the finish line? What do you think he will say to you? For Paul, I believe it's those words, good and faithful servant. Now, I, I, I could imagine how joyful Jesus Christ was to see Paul. And for Paul to see Jesus Christ at the finish line, he was martyred. He was beheaded. But at the same time, I could imagine he was full of joy, knowing that, Lord, I'll be with you already. Amazing. You know what? That kind of confidence, that kind of steadfastness and peace can only come from Jesus Christ. That's my prayer for all of us. You see, being a spiritual leader, it's a big responsibility, to be honest. Okay? And hard work din po yan. No? Hindi lang lahat, naghihintay lang tayo sa Panginoon, anong gagawin ng Panginoon sa atin. We also have a responsibility to live our lives and to obey Jesus Christ and not to compromise our faith and most importantly, to not compromise yung salita ng Panginoon. Hindi yung salita ng Panginoon yung mag adjust sa lifestyle natin. Right? But it's the Word of God who will mold us. It's the Word of God who will mold our hearts, our mindsets, our actions. No? Ano, ba yung, ano ba yung mga inaayos ni Lord sa buhay natin at sa puso natin? You see, if we make that decision already, I hope that you'll make that decision, in fact, that Lord, I want to follow you and I want to obey you. Lord, help me. Mold me. I hope that you will go dig deeper into the Word of God and allow the Word of God to be your guide every day of your life. And allow the people na dinala ni Lord sa buhay mo that this will be the people that will, you know, help you in your journey with the Lord. At ikaw din! Sana magpagamit ka sa Panginoon. Lord, gamitin mo din ako. Sino yung mga tao, kaibigan ko, mga katrabaho ko, na kung saan mo ako gagamitin, Lord, para sa kanila, ma-preach ko din tong Gospels, para sa kanila, ma-share ko rin, Lord, kung ano yung sinasa, para sila rin ma-experience din nila yung pagmamahal mo, yung, yung salita mo, Lord God. Who will be these people? And then at the end of the day, again, we fix our eyes on Jesus every day of our lives. I hope that as spiritual leaders, we will not let go of Jesus. We will not let go of Jesus. We will not let go of His Word. And we will not let go of His purposes. Amen? 
Can I invite everyone right now to to bow down in your heads and we're gonna pray. Lord, maraming salamat, God, even for the past four weeks that we are talking about next-gen leader. Lord, thank you that even as leaders, Lord, thank you that this is not about us, but it is, this is about your call for our lives. And because you're the one who has called us, Lord, we know that we are not going to do this alone. Alam namin, Panginoon, that you're going to be with us. You'll be the one to guide us. You'll be the one to correct us. You will be the one to convict us. Holy Spirit, I pray that we will be those kind of leaders who will have a full conviction of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We will be that kind of leaders of people, of, of, of citizen of this nation, Lord God. We will be that kind of students, kind of uh, sons and daughters uh, among our parents, Lord God. We will be that kind of people, Lord God, where the gospel will be seen in our lives. Lord, hindi namin itatago yung salita mo, pero Lord, it will be seen in our actions. It will be seen in the way we speak, in the way we live out our lives. Lord, thank you for the many things that we've learned in the life of Paul and Timothy. Father, I pray na patuli ka na mangusap sa akin. Continue to help us, Lord God, na mahalin ang salita mo, na pagtuunan ng pansin ng salita mo, Lord God, every day of our lives. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.